heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Welcome everyone, this is Letty Medina and I am the host of this week's Healing the Whole Person. And I have with me in the studio a friend of mine, Patricia Cartwright. I had the great uh, pleasure of interviewing Patty about a, year, a little over a year ago. And that was in relation to your work with divorce ministry and helping people to come through um, divorces. We know that that causes wounding. And we were talking all about healing re regarding that. So. Patty was put on my heart. You know, I take all these things to prayer, and the Lord put her on my heart um, because she has her own personal story uh, that is quite beautiful. And so, Patty, why don't we begin? First of all, welcome. Thank you. It's and wonderful to be here, Letty. Thank you. And and then let let's begin at the beginning. Why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, just like your your wife, your mother. You know, a little bit of background, and then we'll go back to the beginning of your origins with your your family in Texas? Well, I am a very happy wife of three beautiful sons, 15 and 12 and 11. I've been married to my, I, I call him my college sweetheart. I met Aww. him the second day of college. So sweet. Um, for now 20 years. So we've been together for at least 30 years. It's been a blessing. And Beautiful. once we had our first baby, I knew this is what God intended. He ordained our marriage to have these beautiful children. How beautiful. Um, but your story began in, in Texas, is that right? When you were a, a child, or am I getting that wrong? No, not in Texas. Okay. My, my father lived in Texas. Okay, okay, I'm confused. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your childhood and yes. how. So um, I'm the youngest of seven children. Okay. And my mother and my father lived in Pilsen, a little suburb or, you know, a neighborhood in the city. Okay. And when I turned five, my mother had um, moved to Bridgeport, another little area in the city. Yes. With all seven of us um, after divorcing my, my father. And she did so to protect her family um, and fled uh, an abusive relationship. Okay. that she had with my father. And do, I mean, as a five-year-old, do you really have much recollection about that time in your life? I remember him leaving. I remember the moment where, when I was five, I misunderstood what was happening. I didn't know really what was happening. All I could see was my father leaving and that I didn't want him to go. Sure. And so, um, you know, I, I had a sense of, 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 later on in life, a feeling of abandonment, yeah. um, feeling like I wasn't good enough, that he would, if I, if I was just this enough, then he would have stayed. Later on, I learned that it was my mother leaving him because of an abusive relationship that she experienced with him. Okay. And as far as the abuse, I mean, do you remember witnessing kind of that? Was it verbal abuse, physical, both? It was like all of the above. It was <laughs> so, so um, you know, sometimes I witnessed him trying to get back and shattered glass, but I mostly in, um, witnessed it through the effects that it had on my brothers and sisters. Okay, okay. So thank goodness I didn't personally experience it because I was so young and my mother had left. Okay. For my, you know, for the protection of the family. For sure. But definitely impacted me on an emotional 
level. Absolutely. And still does. And still does, right? It's part of your story and it's a wounded, broken part of the story, right? Well, then that goes to the healing part, but yes. Yes. It, it, it does, that's the first, that was the first part of the brokenness. Yeah. And so you were raised by a single parent, basically. Yes. Your, God bless your mother, right? God bless her. She kept us all together. She, her example alone showed me the value of hard work, perseverance, and most importantly, faith. She taught me that God provides, and we were never without. We always had enough. It may not have been surplus, but there may have been days that there were less than, but my mother would always say God will provide, and he always did through a neighborly gesture, um, volunteer opportunity at the church, and um, or other ways. Beautiful. And she even went so far as to send you to Catholic schooling. She did. That's amazing. She did. She, through God's grace and intervention, she did it. And she and, and we did have scholarships and work studies. And so we worked for this. She felt the value. One thing about my father, he did feel the value of, of, of education. However, may not have shared the same view, views, but did not stand in my mother's way when she said they're going to Catholic school. And she found a way, always, through, like I said, through scholarships or work study, um, there was always a way. And without support from my father, without any financial support, and she didn't have any financial assistance from the government, she did it all on her own. That's amazing. With seven children. Yes. That is amazing. Um, so obviously your mom was a beautiful witness to you, a great blessing to your life in her living out the faith in a day-to-day -day way. So that sounds, that, that's ringing loud and clear through what you've just shared. Absolutely. What a gift. Thank you. Um, did you attend Mass every Sunday as a family? We did. We, um, we attended Mass every Sunday. Um, we went to Catholic schools, St. Ignatius or St. Rita or, you know, Whitney Young. We went to, we went to Catholic schools. I went to Catholic school, but um, one thing was that was missing was we didn't read the Bible at home. The most Bible that I got was at Sunday with the Sunday readings or the gospel. So, um, but we were very faithful. Yes. And we um, prayed to Our Lady of Guadalupe and we, we um, love God and we incorporated our faith through our daily lives. Um, but I didn't feel later on in life um, that grounded in the word, which, yeah. I, which, I, which I didn't know was important back then that I know now. Yeah, and I think, you know, just my own experience of growing up as a Catholic, and it sounds like you had a stronger foundation than I had because I did not go to church every Sunday with my parents, things like that. But there's a whole generation, or several generations, I think of us, that we were very poorly catechized, uh, we weren't exposed to the Bible very well. You know, all, there's a lot of gaps in our faith formation years. Yes. Um, and so part of your story is going to uh, reveal how those gaps leave us vulnerable to kind of some other, you know, influences that are not necessarily good. Yes. So I, I know you shared that you had a love for Our Lady of Guadalupe and St. Michael the Archangel. Can, can you share a little bit about, like, what that looked like as a child growing up? Like, 
Well, you know, when we moved, there was, you know, I, w I was at a very young age, I really knew and, and understood and experienced this spiritual warfare that was happening. And I didn't know how I knew, but I felt, um, especially in the house that we grew up, like a dark presence. Okay. And so whenever I would have these bad dreams, it would, it would, it would trick me or appear, you know, even at night or while I was awake or in, in nightmares, um, I'd always pray the Hail Mary, the Our Father, and I'd bless myself with the holy water and have this rosary in my hand every night, and that darkness went away How immediately. So the power of the sacramentals is huge. And so I knew, that's when I knew that there was a battle. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes I felt like I was in the middle of it, but I knew I had the protection of Our Lady and, and God yeah. on my side. That's, that's beautiful. And I think uh, just a you know, comment on that. So I know Patty well enough to know that, you know, she tends to be a person who's a little more sensitive to the spiritual realm, where many of us, like me, I'm not very sensitive to that. I don't have those kind of experiences the way that some some people do. Um, and, and I think sometimes it's confusing for people when they have those experiences. They're not quite sure to make of it. But you, for whatever reason, had the grace to at least kind of recognize, okay, this doesn't feel good. This feels kind of dark and scary. I'm going to turn to what I know is right and good. And I'm going to pray to Mother Mary and to St. Michael and try to protect myself and and you got good results absolutely so so that's a beautiful thing and i i just want to affirm what you said sacramentals are powerful and so for anybody who's listening in who maybe you have children or maybe you yourself are experiencing a little bit of those night night terrors or um bad dreams or whatever whatever it may be um using blessed water blessed salt uh, uh, blessed metals, saying those prayers, you know, um, really does make a difference. And God is with us in all of it. Always. Yeah. So now here's the part that gets interesting, though. So you had that sensitivity, but you weren't always able to discern between good and bad, right and wrong, or, you know, good and evil, basically, because you say you weren't grounded in the truth which is found in the Word of God. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you want to expand a little bit on that? Yes. Um, well, growing up, I just believed that signs came from God. Like all signs came from God. So if I had a, a thought to read a book or if, um, you know, I would think it was from God. And, and I learned and so I really trusted my instincts and I was protected, I was protected, but to a certain degree. And because of the brokenness, mm -hmm. I think that my family and that I had experienced kind of like um, confused the, the, whether or not it was a, a, a true sign mm -hmm. or a false sign. Okay. And so I didn't know the difference because also, you know, during my generation, the whole New Age movement was coming out big and strong. Oh yeah, and it was it was very attractive, and there are like a lot of, you know, this is this is just a fun thing to do, you know, or tarot cards or, or mediums right. or readings, and there are parties about it. So, so 
that didn't seem abnormal because I grew up in in that kind of within that time frame of that movement so so it was very confusing so when when you read the scripture and know the word I truly believe and I've experienced it that in order to discern you need to know the truth Amen. in order to know what is not the truth yeah so if I don't know the truth the Word of God and I don't study and read the Bible then how am I going to know what is not his word yeah and so that was that was what was lacking for sure yeah no that's that's beautiful I mean you also talk about that you needed a stronger relationship with the Lord yes. right and you and you grow in relationship when you spend time reading what he spoke what he taught the disciples you know all those things and I had the you know, Mary was speaking to my heart to say the rosary because I always wanted to pray. I wanted to learn how to pray. And then with this new age movement, they call it meditation. So I thought that was a form of prayer, but you have to be very careful and I needed to be careful. And I wasn't, I thought that meditation was prayer. Um, there could be Catholic meditations, but again, if I don't have, if I'm not grounded, I don't know the difference. So, um, but I always wanted that prayer and I always wanted, um, that closeness and then Mary spoke to my heart to say the rosary and she would say that to me throughout my life Mm -hmm. but I'm like oh my gosh it's so long I fall asleep after (laughs) the second decade I don't have time all of these excuses excuses. and so I dropped it and then I had another competing thought said try Reiki so there's these competing in my life messages you know and I and, and it was a continual kind of thing but I always knew instinctively that Reiki was not of God. Um, so, so that was that was the, the a lesson. Yeah. So again, you know, I want to emphasize a few things. So discernment, right? D- you're you're basically s- speaking about discerning what is from God and what is not from God, and that can be very tricky because the devil likes to appear as a good. He comes with messages that are very sound very very appealing on so many levels but then there's just something not quite right and you sensed it about this whole reiki thing but you still you know weren't 100 percent sure so just reminding people to be very careful with discerning anything that is presented to you you have to take all of this to prayer to our dear lord to our blessed mother she was there trying to protect you with that rosary and we know that padre pio has always said that rosary is a weapon and it's a weapon against the enemy. And so she was there trying to protect you from it, but we're human, we're weak, and we get confused. And it's also a form of prayer. Like I was, I was asking for prayer, Mother Mary was giving me the answer and I didn't see it. And it was also, I had this yearning for, to learn more about the Bible. It's also biblical. So when I say the rosary, it's scriptural always. Amen. And so, because I need that Bible in my life. Yeah. And she was giving me the answer all in one word, say the rosary. <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> that. That's a wonderful, um, she's the best mom, she, isn't she? Really she? Is. Well, in this last few seconds, I just, um, I want to encourage the listeners to stick around because the rest of Patty's story is very interesting how um, she did maybe go down a path for a while that was not quite the path our Lord and our Lady would have had her go down. But in their goodness and in God's mercy, um, she found her way back to fullness of of life and into healing. And so that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. This is Letty Medina with Healing the Whole Person, and we'll be right back after this short break. (music) 
Building homes, building community, building hope. Habitat for Humanity Lake County welcomes you to serve God's people. We invite you to build and rehab homes with Habitat for Humanity right here in Lake County. You can also donate and purchase building products, newer appliances, and non-upholstered furniture to the Gurney Restore. For information, visit HabitatLC.org. That's HabitatLC.org or call 847-623-1020. A prayer for deliverance with Father John Grigas, the rector of the National Shrine of St. Maximilian Kolbe at Marytown. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, we just ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit to come down upon us, the intercession of Our Lady and of all the saints and angels, and we come against any influence of the occult or the New Age that might have infiltrated any of our listeners, their children, their grandchildren, their nieces, nephews, brothers, and sisters, and families, and we bind Satan and all of his minions in any way that have bound any of these individuals or their families in this call practices and we invoke Mother Mary also and all the saints in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus I just break all bounds and all influences of the new age upon any one of our listeners and may they be broken in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit may he send upon them the grace of the Holy Spirit to free them and may our Mother Mary place her mother in the mantle to protect them and crush the head of the evil one as she was promised to do so in Genesis after the fall amen are you retired or near retirement Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Welcome back, everyone. This is Letty Medina, and I am here with Patricia Cartwright, and she has been sharing a bit of her personal witness about how she was raised um, by her mother because there was a divorce when she was only five years old. She experienced, obviously, some some woundedness from from that divorce situation, but her mother was a great uh, witness to her about how important faith was and devotions, prayer, all these things. Um, but because of some of the, the lack of foundation, the strength of knowing the Word of God, she had some gaps that allowed some confusion. And so why don't we get into the part of the story where you started maybe seeking help from things that were not necessarily what God would have wanted you to seek it in. I remember the first time that that happened was when I was in a desperate place and I was having trouble conceiving. Mm-hmm. I always believed that I would be a mother and it was devastating that I was having trouble. Absolutely. So I wanted answers and I wasn't getting any. And so I, my friend told me, oh, you should see, if you want an answer, you should go see a medium and she'll give you answers. And yes, she did. Um, and that I think started. So I want to say something that's important that I learned, even though I didn't know that that wasn't from God, not knowing is no excuse because it still can, it opened a door. Exactly. It opened a little crack of darkness into my life. Yeah. Even though I didn't know I was, I was, I was, I was away that this was not of God. I didn't think I wouldn't have gone if I thought that it was not of God, not of God. But that doesn't matter. There, there are a lot of things in our world right now, 
and it, it's incorporating in our schools, even in our churches, that are disguised as practices of healing. And because of my past and seeing all of the pain that my, my, my family had endured yes. in that brokenness, I wanted to help. I wanted to be part of that healing. Yeah. And I wanted to, you know, and, and, I, and I wanted through, through God to help for me to be in that kind of healing. And that's when I went to psychology. Now I'm an attorney. It's a different kind of advocacy because God, God's plan was for me to be an attorney. But it's all because of healing. Yes. It's all centered around that. That's beautiful. So that was the first crack. And and I'll were you ma- you were married obviously because you were having trouble conceiving. That's when you yes. went to the medium. Yes. Did you just go one time? N- no. And that's what I that's when I say it started a crack. Okay. And so so then, um, you know, then after that, I kept on getting those repeated messages about Reiki, and. Again, it's disguised. It's even at the gym. It's a healing practice. Oh, yeah. There's nothing in it that says it's not a healing practice. It's a spiritual movement. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it's an actual religion to some people. Yes. It's not healing. Yeah. And so, or, or could be used as healing, but it's not just that. Yeah. And I call it false healing. It's yep. coming from a different source. Amen. Um, and and that's, that's healing that is not coming from God. So, that's not being said to people. It's all dis- under this disguise. So, so I even went to my spiritual director at that time, who was a priest, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what, I'm struggling with this. This message keeps on coming up and up and up, and I don't understand what to do with it, and what should I do? And he encouraged me to go. Yeah. He said that there are some Catholic nuns that are Reiki masters. Yeah. And so that's how ingrained it is in our society. Yeah. I even saw it in you know, my son's Catholic school newsletter the whole thing was about Reiki. Yeah. So so it's so it's very important to, to 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 the listeners and to understand that it's a disguise. And and whoever's performing these healing, quote unquote, are false signs. They're false gifts. They're not gifts from God. Yeah. And and I guess what I just want to jump in and say, um, Yes, it can be super confusing when priests and nuns and religious of all kinds within the church are practicing these practices and acting as if this is good and it's part, it's fine to incorporate it into our Catholic uh, practices. But if you bl- if you learn and read what the church teaches about these practices, you will come to understand that they stand very firmly against these practices because they're trying to protect the people of God from being led astray by these false healers and false, um, yeah, they're, they're, they are not of God. Absolutely. So that was a turning point in my conversion. Yeah. Once that happened, and it kind of felt like my world was turned upside down. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel the control, um, and God doesn't take away our choice or our control. So I knew that there was something wrong. There, I knew that there was something wrong. And so um, through God's grace and healing, he led me to go and learn, because I still wanted to learn, learn mm-hmm. about the Catholic, learn about the Bible. I had this yearning, it was yeah. this yearning, this burning inside of me to, to know the Bible. And so um, I went to um, to learn about Lexio Divina. Never heard of it before. Beautiful. I learned 
about Ignatian meditation. Mm -hmm. Didn't know about that either. Yeah. And so I was really, and then I was reading about the, the, the books um, about the desert fathers and mothers. Like I was really becoming immersed in, in a rapid, rapid pace, um, saying the rosary every day. So, so the more and more I, I, I incorporated daily prayer and reflection in the rosary, the closer I became to Christ. And because of my brokenness, I didn't have a real relationship with God as my father because I didn't know I didn't have a father, exactly. an earthly father. Yep. And I didn't have a relationship with Christ because I wasn't consistent in my in daily prayer. Right. Once, all I had to do was listen to our, our, our mama, Mama Mary, Amen. and say the rosary every day. That in itself led me to daily scripture. Now I'm in Bible study groups. And then, you know, listening to podcasts, Father Mike Schmidt's, you mm -hmm. know, Bible in a year. Yes. And because of the experience, and now I'm going to daily mass. I just Beautiful. want, I wanted a <laughs> prayer life. God wanted it all. God wants Amen. us to thirst for him as he thirsts for us. He wants us through us, with us, in us, all of us. Amen. And, and, and I learned that and I'm like, okay, I'm obedient. Because he also wants us to be obedient. God is merciful, but he's a just Lord. Amen. And he's a jealous God. So, yes. so I did, like I said, he, through his grace, showed me how I was hurting, how, how I was turning away from him. You can't, it's even in the Bible. You, you can't, you can't practice. You, it's all, it's all or nothing. Yes. You can't be lukewarm. It's like you're, you're, you're either, you believe in me a hundred percent you can't do both. Okay. <laughs> so beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so I want to go back to something you said. You you mentioned the word control that you've somehow lost. Can you can you share a little bit more about that aspect of the experience? Because I think it's very important. Because God wants to God gives us freedom, right? We are his beloved children. We have free will. <laughs> but you mentioned that you lost some control when you went to that Reiki training yes um it's hard to describe it's hard to describe it's it's more of like a you know kind of an involuntary movement or feeling mm -hmm. that wasn't coming that was coming from a, a, a different a non-godly a non-godly source okay and so yeah and and i know that god is so loving he's so loving that he wants us to truly surrender ourselves to him and that's not just with words you know i could say jesus i surrender myself to you take care of everything but he wants us to do it he wants us to let go through actions he wants us to let go of the attachments even the desire to <laughs> do his will He's he wants us to let go of that desire so that we can get out of the way and then he can take care of the rest he can truly heal us Amen. Only he is the divine physician. Only he can heal us. And so, and so, so even me thinking, putting me in, thinking that I want to heal others. No, no, Jesus heals through me. Exactly. I can't, it's not me doing it. It's Jesus healing through me. So, so that was amazing. And he's, and Jesus is so gentle and he's so loving that he would never force anything upon us. He would never, it's, it's, it's all I, it's hard to describe in yeah. words. 
but but what I but what I hear you saying though is clearly that through this um, mistaken path that you took, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of veered off the path half unknowingly. You kind of had a sense it wasn't perhaps the best thing, but you were still attracted to it because you had a desire to help others. Yes, and and you felt this calling almost to to healing ministry. And, and then before you know it, you have this spiritual experience of losing some control of your life, which was not a good feeling. No. It was, a, it was probably a little frightening. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanna, what I want to emphasize to the listeners is that the enemy of our souls, you know, Satan is very much uh, wanting to take over and control us and, and entrap us imprison us that's that's his role whereas god says no you're my beautiful children you have complete freedom to follow me or not to follow me and so it's a very different situation when we're dealing with opening doors to evil and that's what you experienced but through that dark experience god shone his amazing light into it he led you out of it and he poured his mercy and healing grace into your life and look at you now, daily mass, <laughs> daily rosary, daily Bible study, you know, reading. I mean, how amazing is that? Well, even including it, my children, you know, I'm open with them about the dangers of the New Age movement. Yes. And they actually are grateful yes. for the experience that I had because they said if you didn't have the experience, we wouldn't be saying the ro- we wouldn't be saying the rosary every week. We say a decade every day as a family. Beautiful. We say the rosary every Sunday as a family. We read Bibles, Bible passages every day as a family. And they tell me we would not have had that if not for you for that experience. Because God finds the good in the darkness. He will turn goodness in in the darkness as long as we are open Amen. and open to it and as long as we choose it he won't force it but he's there and yes. i always knew he was always there along with our lady and saint michael exactly and it goes to that scripture god turns all things to good to for those who love him and you obviously love him you always had that longing for him you just got got a little bit off track for a little while and then he's like no no my daughter come back this way let me show you how and I got off track out of desperation it was a desperate moment I that is when the enemy pulls you away yeah he's he's waiting for the right moment for us to be vulnerable yes that's it we're weak in those moments Mm -hmm. where we're hurting we want answers why am I not getting pregnant and he's like oh let me take advantage of this I'm going to give her an option for her to get answers yes and that opened the door to darkness yeah um, you you shared with me your love for this parable of the sower. What would you say about that? Well, the parable of the sower. One of the there were three, right? There were three seeds that were that were thrown, and three different outcomes. The one that speaks to me the most was the seed sown on the path. The one that hears the word without understanding it, and the evil one comes and steals away that what was sown. This means to me that we might end up blocked from God because we lack education in the ways of the spirit. And I think that happened to me. Yeah. And, and because it was, I was, I was not rooted in the word. I was easily kind of led astray. Yeah. Um, by the world when the focus, we are not of this world. Yes. Yes. And, and, and to acknowledge that as a part of surrender, 
to let go of those attachments because we don't no one not one of us belongs is where we, we belong in heaven amen with our father yeah and i can say now that god is my heavenly father which before in my brokenness i couldn't say yeah and that yeah. jesus is my savior that's beautiful um so you you had a priest actually encourage you to turn to reiki did you end up ever going back to him and letting him know that i did i did wonderful i have this desire to educate now to 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 warn to educate and to warn i see that i when i see things i'm very compelled like the holy spirit i i'm just on fire to to tell him and i did tell him immediately um things that come up in my business groups I'm going to, you know, with the universe creating blah, it's as simple as a statement like that being said at a, at a meeting. The universe didn't create anything. God created the universe. Amen. But those, it's very, very subtle. Even when I went to a seminar on discernment led by a Catholic priest, there were altercations in our holy tradition that I saw in just a simple saying of the cross altered that completely into a new age um, kind of ceremony I spoke out against that as well it's our my duty this is what I'm doing and I'm choosing to do to 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 make to bring awareness yes because it's so easy like I said before even when we don't know it there was a whole room of people who were doing that ritual yes that altered because the, the sign of the cross was leading him because yep. the priest was leading the catholic priest was leading him even my mother and i told my mother stop doing it because even that participation can open a crack yes of darkness in someone's life we have no idea how important it is to protect ourselves yeah and to be careful and to know exactly what we're doing especially if it's spiritual religious yeah. in any way what we're doing why we're doing it and what it means. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to affirm you in, in what you've just shared, right? So when we go through experiences in life that are, you know, part of our uh, brokenness, part of our uh, less than optimal moments on the journey of faith, right? And we, we touch the fire, perhaps, right, from the side of the enemy. God does want to turn that all to good, right? And, and so he what are you doing? You're involved in divorce ministry because you found out that divorce is not really good. It hurt you. It hurt your mother. It hurt your siblings. And so you're now turning it to good by trying to help others who are experiencing the brokenness of that. And now because you experience the darkness of going kind of off the path towards that experience with the medium, the experience with Reiki, which was not from God, you learned the hard way, right? You learn the hard way, but then the Lord in his mercy says, now I want you to teach others how dangerous this stuff is. So he is, you know, he's building you up to use you through those experiences of life because you have firsthand experience to speak with authority. This is not good, guys. Mm -hmm. I've experienced it firsthand. It was not pleasant for me. I needed prayers to be free of some of the darkness that had come into my life right yes so beautiful and in fact i've even drafted a proposal presented a proposal for discernment ministry at my church because i think that we all need to learn what it means yes. and how to uh, apply it in our daily lives especially our kids right 
And, and the reality is there is such an explosion of the new age everywhere you turn. There's, you know, yoga, there's Reiki, there's the mediums, there's the tarot card readings, there's, you name it. There, it's on every street corner now. Um, and so we have to be very um, aware and educated to not fall into those traps. Absolutely. Because the darkness is very dark. And it's subtle. And it's subtle. Really subtle. I'm so, I'm so proud of you for kind of stepping into the gap um, because it really is a way to turn what was bad, a bad experience in your life into something beautiful for the Lord to give him glory. So, so thank you. You know, you, let's get back to the fact that, you know, you say that lukewarm, lukewarm faith is not pleasing to God, right? And, and that's right. true. And, you know, you were young, you weren't as rooted in, in prayer, you weren't as rooted in the word of God. I think that's the truth for many of us, right? Especially when we're young. Um, so you're rallying the call that people need to get more involved in learning and growing deeper in their faith and their daily walk with the Lord. Any other words of encouragement that you would give people, mothers, wives, things like that? You know, I really think that just don't be intimidated about the, the Bible. There are a lot of a lot of wonderful resources out there, especially I, I think that this all happened through the 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 um, pandemic for me as well. Beautiful. Like, you, and, and it gave it gave me time to clean house, mm -hmm. you know, and to make sure, you know, make sure that it's acceptable to God and that my family is protected because it's so uncertain. We live in uncertain times right now. Yep. And so, so use every opportunity to clean house, to make sure that you're living a life, not only living a life, because really being good is not enough. It is, it is really, really following in Christ's example, learning and teaching the word to your children. Yes. Not only understanding it yourself, but to your children encouraging the sacraments are powerful the first thing i had to do in order to heal was to go to confession yes <laughs> once i knew that that wasn't from god i needed to confess it yes that was the very first thing amen it's repentance mm -hmm. and then forgiveness because i had to forgive myself yeah god had already forgiven and then surrender yes prayer it's all of that and 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 so the importance of, of the sacraments is immense. Um, we, it gives me strength every day. Yes. And now because I'm walking in the light, mm -hmm. I can't carry a sin for very long without going, <laughs> wanting to go to confession. Yep. And my children, because I'm encouraging my children to go more frequently too, they're feeling the same way. Yes. They're like, you know, so, so there's power, not only in the sacraments, but extreme power in, 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 in the sac, in, in confession and Holy Communion and prayer, because that is your calling Jesus into your life to, to walk with you. Yeah. And to carry your crosses with joy and not sorrow. Yeah. Because you know that Our Lady is right here interceding for you. We're not going to be perfect. Right. We're, we're going to be stained and, you know, tarnished and everything. But Our Lady presents us. She wipes us with her mantle and she presents us on a gold platter to her son. Amen. And, 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 and we're at his, the foot of his cross and he will 
take care of everything. Mm-hmm. But we have to trust in him and, and kind of let go of some of the self-control, trusting in ourselves. That's hard to do because I'm a control freak. <laughs> so it's really hard You're to do. You're a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, but it is essential in order to really live all as- aspects of your life. So that that's something that I've learned that I hope that other people can, can relate to because we're not all perfect. But no. Through God, with God, and in God, we can we can live a life of joy and and devotion and obedience. Yeah, we, Amen. We need that order and the rules to follow. Exactly, we need it. He gives it to <laughs> us so that we are protected. That's He knows That's what's it. best for us, and it, and you've discovered that right. Yes. and you're now living it with joy and yes. peace and leading your children into a life of faith. So that they won't stumble around, maybe as you had, um, because you, they'll they'll know better. Um, so I just want to kind of, as we bring the show to cl- the cl- close in the next few minutes, I just want to say to anybody out there who's listening that perhaps you've opened a door, right? Maybe you've gone to a Reiki master, or you've done tarot cards, or palm reading, or whatever you may have done. Okay, God loves you. <laughs> God died on, Jesus died on the cross for you, okay? And there is always, uh, he's waiting for you with open arms. You heard what Patty said. She said, I went to confession. As soon as I learned that this was not of God, that I had turned away from God accidentally, not, not, you know, trying to be really rude or anything, but you kind of got lost and confused. You came back and you said, sorry, Lord, I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And he said, okay. I was waiting for that. He's so patient. He's so amazing. His, his mercy never ends, right? Yeah. So go to confession. If you have made any of those mistakes, if you've opened any of those doors, and if you are experiencing any um, loss of freedom, as Patty mentioned, that she experienced in her own spiritual journey, where you start maybe experiencing something that is very uncomfortable within your heart and soul that you know is not good, that is not of God. If the confession doesn't take care of that and, the, and going to Mass and, and getting living a life of grace, then there are options within the Archdiocese of Chicago and the Archdiocese of Milwaukee where there are priests and deacons and lay people involved in healing and deliverance ministry. And you can find those things, these resources on the internet. And so I encourage people, do not get, do not be afraid. God is great. And there's no need to be afraid of the darkness because his light will not be overcome by it. Right? Amen. And thank you, Patty, for saying yes to the Lord in such a powerful way. And now, you know, really living out your faith in a way that's bold is what I would say. It's a beautiful thing to see. Mm-hmm and helping people to hear the dangers that are real and and for raising the next generation. Oh, it's, thank you for that. It's beautiful. It's all from God. Amen. His, <laughs> it all goes back to him. He receives the glory for it, right? Yes. But you said yes. And Mother Mary has been obviously walking very closely with you. Mm-hmm. You're her daughter. And thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you, Lydia. To help to warn our listeners. Thank you all for listening in to Healing the Whole Person. This is Letty Medina with Healing the Whole Person. We'll see you next week.
have been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.